So as we're saying here, we're in the thick of earnings season now. So how can you use the latest earnings season data, all the numbers? Because then you can use that to assess your portfolio. So let's welcome in Matt Malley, Managing Director, Chief Market Strategist, Miller Tayback and Company, and founder of the Malley Report, to say, what's going on here? When you look at the overall takeaways of the latest earnings season, you're able to really decipher something from that looking forward, right? Yeah, there's no question. I mean, we've had several uh, earnings seasons the last several quarters where we didn't get any guidance, and and understandably so. No, understandably so. Nobody really knew these companies really couldn't give us a, a good idea, but now they can, and they are giving us uh, um, so, some of that that guidance. And you know, the, the key is going to be, as Scott just said, we're going to get a couple of different things this week. I mean, the semiconductor stocks. I know you were talking about uh, earlier. Is that you know this is a key leadership group for, for the for the. Uh, uh, the market and it got put, beat up a little bit last week when Intel and Micro and Micron Technologies reported. So this week we get several others like advanced micro devices uh, and whether that can you know if that can be a, you know, turn things around and take the group to a new new all time high that's going which isn't very far away that's going to be very positive. If however we get another downdraft uh, just like we got last week uh, that's going to scare a lot of people. And then as Scott said too we got Google tomorrow that's the one thing yeah. man, that's done really really well and then some other big ones like. Apple and uh, depending on how, how, how well they do, will we'll really uh, give us a good good idea of what what's going to happen for the rest of this quarter. Well, some would say the market has run up. You know, there's some concerns about valuation at this point. Um, are there certain sectors that you're focused on more than others right now? If so, which ones? Yeah, I really am. There's because uh, one of the things we do have to remember is that even though earnings are bouncing back in a major way in, two, in 2021, that's over 2020. If you look at it compared to 2019, you know, pre-pandemic, they're only going to be up about seven or eight percent on the S and P, and the S and P is up 30 percent. So we got to we got things have to accelerate the second half of this year. And when a market gets this expensive, uh, as you mentioned, we're at 23 and a half times uh, earnings on the S forward earnings on the S and P, and over three times sales. That's very very expensive and when whenever you get a group a situation where things get expensive believe it or not one of the key defensive groups actually does really well and that's the consumer staples uh, because what you get these institutional players come in they say hey I'm going to stay with my my hot you know my high-flying names but I want a little protection so as an ex a market gets really expensive the the XLP and stocks like Walmart and and Colgate they, they they actually stay right up with the market so you don't lose anything by owning some of those names and and then when the market, you know, eventually corrects, which it always does, uh, they tend to outperform. So it gives you that kind of pr pr uh, protection, kind of a win-win situation. So people right now, there's nothing wrong with holding on to your, your high flyers and there's nothing wrong with, you know, going with your favorite stocks. But don't be afraid. You know, the consumer staples were down today. That's okay. And the, since the beginning of March, they, they played, stayed right up with the market and will outperform when, if, if and when the market uh, sees a correction. So it's kind of a surprising call, but the, it's, it's one that has worked in the past. And again, it may not be the, the bulk of your portfolio, but it's one where you should have some money, uh, you know, kind of as a, as a nice little hedge. Yeah, as you talk about an economic recovery and you know, the staples are down today, to your point, and I know you're watching some of them closely, particularly for earnings, um, is there time to be in staples more than tech in the next few months here? Um, as you look at the different areas that you like, I know you talked about some of the chip stock reaction and you have consumer staples as well. Um, are you trying to time it at all? Or are you suggesting people just get into all of it to be diversified? 
I just think, yeah, I, I mean, you want to stay with some of these, especially the, the chip stocks. And again, with the, with the chip shortage, um, you know, at some point, uh, because they have unbelievable pricing power, they're going to get some more chips. I mean, we're not going to get a glut. And so uh, the one concern right now is that if they don't have any chips, they can't, they can't sell their products. Uh, so some of these stocks are, aren't really getting ahead of themselves. But if they do, uh, I'm sorry, if, if they do get the, the, finally get some of that supply picked back up, it's going to be really, really bullish for this group. Um, but I do also want to think is that you're still looking at some of these value names. I mean, the bank stocks have taken a breather, and it's, it's because of interest rates have come in a little bit. But interest rates did not come down because the economy has, has gotten weaker again. It, it's just simply been came down because the, the bond market was the most oversold for price since two, uh, in, in, since 2002 and the most overbought for yield since, two, uh, since 1994. So in other words, it's really just a technical move back down in interest rates. I think that will resume back to the upside and you can go back into some of these names, you know, some of your favorite banks stock names uh, that have, have pulled back a little bit. Uh, they've, they've, I think they're giving us a good opportunity uh, to buy the dip. How heavily invested should people be at this point, particularly for the long term? As you're watching the earnings season and using that as some sort of guidance, right? You're taking some of the information that the companies are providing because um, we are seeing a lot of earnings beats, right? And that's some great news. You know, I, first of all, the comps in some cases are very easy because last year we were pretty much closed down. Others right. have had their numbers raised. The analysts have been raising some estimates. So um, how heavily invested should people be and how seriously do you take the beats that we've been seeing? Well, I mean, well, the one thing, of course, is they always beat. I mean, they're, they're, the analysts always lower enough. I mean, it's always uh, the, the I mean, every single quarter, no matter how good or bad the quarter is, the earnings do beat expectations. Um, but this time, so far anyway, we're above 80%. So that's pretty particularly good. Usually it's in the high 70s, early, uh, low, uh, I'm sorry, high 60s, early, low 70s. Um, now this is in the 80s. Now we'll see what happens after this week. We get a third of the, the companies reporting. Maybe that'll come down a little bit. But my, the one thing is that we still, though, though I just want to note that the market is is risky here. And more, more it's, it's riskier than it's been in a while, simply because of valuations. Now, valuations, of course, are a lousy timing tool, and and the markets, you know, and I'm not certainly saying, geez, therefore, you know, things are, are risky, so therefore we're going to worry about a bear market. But I just think in some of your favorite names, there's nothing wrong with being a little defensive with some of those consumers' uh, staples uh, uh, plays that I mentioned, but also raising a little bit of cash because, you know, it, 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 expensive markets always uh, come down a little bit at some point. We'll see a correction. We've seen a correction almost every year. I've been in the business for almost 30 years. Uh, you have a little something on the sidelines uh, if and when that does take place uh, like it usually does and, and then you'll be very happy but again a lot of people say oh geez if the market goes up 10 percent I will have missed it well, it's like well if you raise a little bit of cash you only missed a small amount of the move it's not that big a deal uh, you really wouldn't have missed it and and you'd be very happy to be able to pick up some great values on the way down I mean let's face it that's how Warren Buffett became a billionaire yeah and you wouldn't be all out right I mean to take exactly. a little off the table is fine you know, you're exactly. not suggesting to just get the heck out and take all your money into cash. Matt, Absolutely. it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for your insight. Matt Malley, Managing Director, Chief Market Strategist, Miller T. Backing Company, founder of the Malley Report. Thanks, Matt.